Good morning, you wonderful, beautiful people. This is Ashley Campbell with Daily Encouragement. By the time you hear this episode, it's going to be December 15th. We are in the middle of the last month of 2021. I don't know about you guys, but this year has went by so incredibly fast. And, uh, you know, I hope you guys are just anticipating God to do amazing things in your life, especially in this season that we're in in this world right now. You know, um, It is amazing that when you read the scriptures, how the Lord uses it to talk to us in these present days, right? Today in the context of your life. And, you know, um, I was looking at Isaiah 60 a while ago, and I want to try to, I'm going to share it with you guys really quick. Um, I was not expecting this, but um, obviously it popped in my mind. So let's do it. It says, arise, shine for your light has come and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth, and deep darkness, and deep darkness the people. But the Lord will arise over you, and his glory will be seen upon you. You guys, is this not true right now in the context of the world and in in, in the darkness that may that has may try to, you know, overtake your life in some ways, you know, steal your hope, your joy, right? Um, you know. We are in a time where we do have deep darkness that's covering the earth and deep darkness the people, right? Um, you know, we know that there's people that have darkness in their lives and there's people who are, you know, how can you say this? Almost allowing the darkness to get in them because they really don't know the power of the light that they have within them, right? And so I think we're in a time where we're going to see God's children um, be revealed. And um, if you are his child, then there's a light in you and the Lord wants you to pay attention to the light that's in you. God wants to give you more and more light um, in the context of your life. Your light is, you know, let's just put it this way. Light makes it so you can see in your life, right? Even just in, in a room. And sometimes in our thought life, we don't recognize the darkness. How, how can I say this? You don't equate darkness to being thought patterns in your life that are hindering you from progressing and moving forward in your life. And so when you become a child of God, he's going to give you, you know, dreams, visions, you know, he's got hopes, hope in a future for you, but you have the work of digging up your life and, and, and coming to face to face with the conclusions and the mindsets that are hindering you right now, right? God wants that darkness to become light in you by giving you new perspectives, new thoughts on those things that are currently, you know, holding you back. So anyway, you guys, we are the church. We are the light of the world. God has plans for us. So anyway, let me go ahead and just get into this thing. Today, I want to talk to you guys about who and what are you willing to give up? Who and what are you willing to give up? And I'm going to share a story with you guys in the context of my own life, and I'll break down what I mean by that. So let's go ahead and pray first. Ah, Lord Jesus, thank you for this day. Thank you, Lord, that you are the light of the world. Thank you, Lord, that we will be the light of the world because you are in us. And Lord, you know, your seed is in us and a seed only produces what has been planted in the ground. You will produce yourself within us because your seed is in us. It's just gonna happen. Let us not refuse you in any type of way, Lord. Let us give ourselves wholly over to you into the good plans you have for us. And uh, Lord, I just pray you guide this conversation today. Help us, Lord, to, um, you know, be willing uh, to discern maybe um, patterns and thoughts and habits and actions and attitudes that are hindering us 
so we can move forward in the life you have planned for us, Lord. You know, let us identify these things and use your grace and your love and your light, Lord, to bring us more light, greater light, brighter light, expanded light in our lives so we can see clearly and we can, you know, move more, we can make more progress, Lord. So I just thank you for this day, God, and this conversation and just pray all these things in your holy name. So I had a situation happen probably just a few weeks ago, you guys, and basically, you know, I had uh, decided to reach out to somebody that I have not spoken to in, in a while. And I reached out to this person and they didn't respond back. And okay, there could be some context, right? Maybe they got a new phone number, maybe this, maybe that, right? I, I really don't know. But I realized that when they didn't respond, there was this reaction that I had within myself. It was hurt, it was feeling rejected. I was just like really overwhelmed in a way with it. I was like, whoa, why am I so upset about this? So then I was talking to my husband about it and he was like, babe, why would you pursue a relationship or go after somebody that you know is toxic? I was just like, that's a really great question. Why would I do that to myself? Why, why would I pursue a relationship that I know at this season of my life doesn't have the qualities that I need and, I'm, and that I'm looking for to get me where I want to go in my life? And so I, I realized that this wasn't about them. This was about me and my response. And so I was like, okay, Lord, you know what? I need to get some resources so I can be better at, at identifying the type of people I need in my life. You know, pinpointing, pinpointing qualities and people that I need to have in my life for where I'm trying to go and being able to identify the, the traits that will hold me back and, and traits in others that are gonna hold me back. And so I started reading this book, you guys, and it's called um, The People Factor by Van Moody. And he walks you through, you know, how to discern the right relationships, how to, you know, what to look for, you know, um, people that, what it looks like when people are toxic, you know, how to handle those things in a, in a good way, you know, like if you have to potentially, you know, walk away from a relationship, that's not going to be good for you. Um, so he gives you a lot of, a lot of tools and skills that we need to have in our lives. And so one thing that he brought up this morning was he was talking about, um, let me go back to it really quick, you guys. It was the journey matters, right? So when you're on your journey of, of moving towards the great plans that God has for you, having the right people with you. And he brought up the story of Elisha and Elijah. And Elisha, he he was like, he, he meets the prophet, Elijah, and he goes, and the prophet asks him, hey, you know, what, what do you want me to do for you? And he's like, I want a double portion of your spirit. And uh, it says, Elijah did not say okay right away instead he answers you've asked a difficult thing yet if you see me when I'm taken from you it will be yours otherwise not all right so he was just talking about what Elijah meant was if you're going to stick with me until I'm, I, I leave the world right if you're going to be committed to me 
then yes, this could be attainable, right? But it takes a certain level of loyalty and commitment on our side to get what we want and in, 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 in the things that we might be pursuing. You know, it demands certain character from us. And so um, anyway, I guess one day Elijah's out, Elisha is out, you know, plowing a field and, and doing all this work. Um, and, um, you know, I guess the Lord had, had told Elijah that Elisha was going to be like the next prophet. So he, he went, he put the cloak on him and um, he goes, uh, hold on, let me back up you guys. Let me see if I can find it. This is a library book, so I can't like mark in this book. <laughs> That's why I like having my own just in case I uh, see something. Okay, here we go. So he finds him. He's plowing, he's plowing the oxen. And uh, let me see here. Um, hold on, you guys. Okay. So he's plowing the field, and then um, he goes, Well, let me go kiss my mother and father goodbye, and then I will come with you. Elijah had a surprising response. Go back. What have I done to you? This exchange may seem strange, but Elijah has a reason for telling Elisha to go back. He realizes the importance of questioning Elijah's motives. He wants to verify that Elijah is pure-hearted and committed to going with him for that for the right reasons. Elijah up understands that no one can be in a healthy relationship and please everyone else sim simultaneously. Having healthy relationships requires time, energy, focus, and other qualities to be allocated smartly. This is a reality because no one has unlimited resources. People who are serious about strategic relationships simply do not have enough of anything to be able to give boundlessly to every single person who wants their attention. When Elijah speaks to Elijah about going back, he's really asking, do you want what you've always had, represented by Elijah's father and mother, or are you open to the potential of something new? Right? So then I guess um, Elisha, he goes back, you know, uh, he deals swiftly, decisively with the symbols of his earlier life effectively making a return to the past impossible. He slaughters his oxen, he burns his plowing equipment, and then according to 1 Kings, he set out to follow Elijah and become his attendant. So, as I saw this, I was like, wow, Lord, that reminded me of when Jesus was talking to his disciples. And he goes, unless you leave mother, father, sister, brother, you have no part with me. Now, I remember hearing that scripture in church and, you know, people would talk about it they didn't like literally say you have to leave your mother and father and sister. Some people did take it that way, but I didn't really have a deep understanding of it. I'll just put it that way. I, I can't even really remember what I was taught about it in my early years, but over time, you know, and probably just a few years ago, I remember, you know, talking to the Lord and, and just realizing I was starting to realize how much my environment growing up had shaped my personality there's the certain behaviors that I had that I knew weren't serving me anymore. You know, the Lord was showing me different memories that I had in my life that were exposing how those beliefs came to be. And so then once I started realizing those types of things, and then I saw that scripture, it made me think about how much we have to be willing to give up what we inherited from our empty life handed down to us by our ancestors, right? So we have, there were certain mindsets and beliefs and attitudes and behaviors that were that were in our environments growing up that our parents had that they gave to us consciously or unconsciously okay and so when we follow jesus though we have to be willing to let go of all of the stuff that we learned all of the mindsets that shaped us and formed us and we have to be willing to be completely new right we become children again and uh so that's what that's why i asked the question who and what are you willing to give up 
you know, in terms of your relationship with the Lord and the plans he has for you and where he wants to take you. I think each and every one of us has a desire to be all we've been created to be. We want to know who we are, what we love, what our skills are, what our talents are, you know, and we want to do those things. But sometimes we don't realize how much of our environments really had gotten in our way of, of pursuing those things, right? And so anyway, we have to be willing to completely give up everything we've ever been accustomed to um, as far as, again, thought processes, how you make decisions. And you know, this is why Jesus says a prophet is not welcome in his hometown because people think they know us by what they have physically, you know, they've seen our mom and dads, they've seen our physical lives, right? And so because of that, when the Lord is doing a new thing in our life, they have a hard time comprehending it because they, some, a lot of times, and especially a lot of books that you can read these days, there's this mindset that you will become where you came from, right? You're gonna be just like your parents. But the beauty about being in the kingdom of heaven is when you really enter into this kingdom, God puts new seeds in you, right? And, and that seed is his word, it's ideas, it's thoughts, it's perspective, it's his will, it's his ways. And if you allow that to be now become the field of your heart where you're like, Lord, I'm open to you planting everything new you have for me. I'm willing to uproot and get rid of everything from the past that's holding me back and, and keeping me from you, right? You're willing to just be super radical with it. You know, you are no longer defined by that type of logic as far as you becoming like the ones you came from. Um, when you are literally with Christ, you know, he he's going to change you. And that's why he even said to the disciples, like, you have to be willing to give up those mindsets that try to form, you know, that have formed you, you, you know, your closest alliances. So anyway, you guys, I hope all of this makes sense. I just realized through the experience I had a few weeks ago, that it wasn't about the person I was reaching out to, it was about my response. And I had to start asking myself, okay, why am I, you know, why do I still behave this way? Lord, why do I chase relationships with people who don't have the qualities that I'm looking for, that I need in this season of my life? You know, um, I, I was telling my husband just the other day that I have a tendency, because if, I, if I've been with somebody in my life for a long time, if we have a history of time, I have equated that to a relationship and almost to intimacy in a way, right? And what's intimacy? Someone knowing you. And in and, and my mind, I would equate, we've been together, you've been in my life this long, therefore we know each other. That is not true, Ashley. And so I've had to kind of go through a season where I've had to look at what I really believe and think about relationships so God can plant new ideas and thoughts. And that's why I'm reading this book right now because I want to be able to not be bound by that, you know, because that, that was hurtful to me the way I responded that way, but I didn't understand why I was responding that way. You know, I was like, Lord, why do I do that? And I, and you know, why do I chase people, you know, in that way? You know, I know they've been in my life for years, you know, but just kind of realizing that that all kind of stems back to what I learned growing up and, and the different experiences that I've had. And like, Lord, I want, I want to be new. You know, so, and that's what the Lord is so gracious. You know, he will give you the new that you're seeking for. You just have to be willing to acknowledge that you want the new and, you know, make it about yourself. Take it personal in the way of, Lord, this isn't about how other people treat me. You know, this is about how I respond to that. You know, and if people are, are not treating you right, you can set up boundaries in your life. Again, make it a you thing. Lord, what do I need to establish in my life, you know, to have healthier, robust relationships? I hope that their relationship with myself where, you know, 
I don't know, for a while, you guys, I had basically made myself a doormat to other people. And then I became very resentful and frustrated. But it was like the Lord had to, you know, bring me on a journey that actually you're responsible for your life, who you allow into your life, your thoughts, your attitudes, your mindsets. And so it's like, okay, Lord, how do I need to take responsibility? And I had to start realizing that, you know, what can I do and what can't I do? And set limits on that and realize that I could not always do the things that I was doing for the reasons I was doing them for. But that's a whole nother podcast, you guys. Anyway, I hope you have an awesome rest of the day. Thank you guys for listening. I hope this has encouraged you in some type of way. That book, by the way, is called The People Factor by Van Moody. There's a lot of really good insights and tools that you can utilize from this book. It's definitely helped me um, understand things about myself and kind of have a better picture of what I'm looking for in the future in terms of, you know, uh, relationships and, and realizing that great relationships, they take a lot of time and energy and, you know, um, you know, being being willing to be patient and wait for the right people to come into my life, you know, to have those kinds of relationships. Because I don't know about you guys, but relationships are not easy, you know. And so um, I want to make sure I have all the tools I need to have the best relationships I can have and make the, the most out of my life, you guys. So anyway, thank you guys for listening. Have an awesome rest of the day. And I will talk to you guys next week.